Hi, everybody. I'm Pastor Larry Huck, and welcome to Standing with Israel on Charisma's Podcast Network. You know, standing with Israel is one of the most important things that you will ever do. And let me give you two reasons. Number one, as Paul said in the book of Ephesians, that the two shall become one new man. You and I are fulfilling Bible prophecy in tearing down the wall that divides Jews and Gentiles. The second thing is by tearing down this wall and rebuilding the tabernacle of David in our hearts, we are preparing the world for the coming of the Messiah. Standing with Israel is the father of all blessings. So get ready for God's wisdom, favor, anointing, and blessing. Now let's get into today's message. I'm going to ask you to open up your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 12. When God spoke to me to do a book on prophecy, I I kind of hesitated a little bit, to be honest with you, because so many times when somebody sees a book on prophecy, it's about doom and gloom and how bad it's going to get. And, you know, it just seems like people get off on being miserable. But I believe the joy of the Lord is our strength. Our best really is yet to come, that God is getting ready to do amazing, amazing things. Why does God give us Bible prophecy? Why does he say this is going to happen? Someday this is going to happen. Why does he do that? Because he always says when you see this happening, there is something that's about to happen following that that will change your life forever. Jesus could come before we finish this service. But if he doesn't come, what's the promise of God? The promise of God is that right before the coming of the Messiah, there will be signs and wonders and miracles, listen to me, as we've never seen before. I can look at anybody in the world, anybody in the world that's going through something, and I can tell them for a fact, God can do something for you that no one has ever seen before. Because we've seen this. And I really believe what Satan meant for evil, God will use it for good. We we had Shabbat uh, last Friday with the whole family. Lion has spent the first two years of his life isolated either in a hospital room or in their house. And he got out and we had a pool party. We were swimming in the pool and he laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And I said, you know, I really felt God speaking. He said, that's what I'm about to do for you. I'm about to give you a freedom and an acceleration and an experience in the things of God that you have never seen before. God says in the last days, I will sprinkle out my spirit. I will drip my spirit. He said, I will pour out of my spirit. There will be signs and wonders and miracles as you've never seen before. The latter rain's going to be greater than the former. Guys, we're there. We're not waiting for history or we're not waiting for the future. We're in the future right now. God is shouting to us that this is the beginning of the end of the end. And if God would give us some, some time, there are going to be miracles that we've never seen before. There's going to be an end time transfer of wealth. The wealth of the wicked is going to be laid up in the hands of the righteous. And so the reason I put down these seven amazing prophecies that we're living in today, most of the church world isn't even aware of it. 
Jesus said they have eyes, but they don't see. They have ears, but they don't hear. But blessed are you who see and hear. The reason why God gives us a prophecy, if you look at everything God says in Bible prophecy, when you see this happen, it is a wake-up call. I'm doing it to get your attention because I don't want you to miss what's about to happen. And what's about to happen is the outflow of God's spirit. What's about to happen is the end time transfer of wealth. What's about to happen is that when, when the rapture takes place, when the rapture takes place, we're going out a glorious bride. God is going to pour out his spirit in such a way that every single person will see the power of God, hear of the power of God, and be able to make a decision. I'm either living for God or I'm not living for God. There'll be no excuse. Our God is a wonderful God. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is the most wonderful father there is. He doesn't want anybody to miss out on anything. But there's a scripture in the Bible that says, can a nation be born in one day? But I want you to realize the miracle of what God is saying here. God is speaking to the prophet, and he says, the nation of Israel in one day will be born again. Now, when I first got saved, this is where we heard that scholars and brilliant people and learned people would say, here's what proves your Bible is a fairy tale. There has never been in the history of the world a nation who has been destroyed, no government, no military, not even a language. Never has there been a nation that has been destroyed and come back together and rebuilt itself. It's never happened. It's impossible. It can't happen. That's why the scripture right after that says, that if you look back at Israel coming out of Egypt, this miracle will make people forget that. God says this miracle of Israel becoming a nation again, if you think about Israel leaving Egypt, Egypt was right next door to Israel. It's, it's there. Their borders connect. One time I was down hiking around around the, the, the town of Elat on the Red Sea. Then I went hiking up in the hills, and, and there was a fence going along, and it had a sign, do not cross, because on the other side of the fence was Egypt, and on this side was Israel. And I was in Israel, and you can't cross the fence. You, it, it's just a fence. It's just a barbed wire fence. And so I thought, I've never been in Egypt, so I stuck my foot through the fence. I'm in Egypt, I'm in Israel, I'm in Egypt, I'm in Israel. And they told me later that they have cameras all along there and people were watching me and they're going, look at this idiot American, look at at this guy. But it was right there. And all the Jews were in one place. If they would have just gone left instead of right, but instead they they weren't ready to go in, so it was a 40-year journey, and we, we know the story. But God says, but right before the coming of the Messiah... The nation of Israel will be born again in one day. Now, now realize this. God said that 3,000 years ago. They, they hadn't even been dispersed yet. Is that even possible? When God says it, it's going to happen. The Bible says 
that when you see, you and I see the nation of Israel born again, and that happened in 1948. When we see that happen, there is one generation left before the coming of the Messiah. One generation. Now, we don't know if a generation is 60 years, 70 years, but let me put it this way. I was born a couple years after the nation of Israel was born again. I was born, and I'm in that generation. When I started writing this, this was long before the coronavirus. This was long before the economic crisis. It was long before our streets are breaking up uh, in riots. And if I'd have known what was coming, I could have added some other chapters and talk about one world government. I could have talked about the mark of the beast. I could have talked about all these things, but they're already talking to me about writing another book. But you've got to remember what the word of God says. God's word says, when you see these things begin to happen, when you see them, the reason I wrote this is it's going to get really good. But I also wrote it that makes sure you don't miss, because if you think the world is crazy now, you don't want to miss the rapture. You don't want to miss when our streets are full of lawlessness, when there is no good to contain it. And the Bible says these things that we're seeing are birth pangs, but it's about to birth again the Son of God. It's about to birth again the Messiah. So we are in that generation, and we need to not be afraid. We need to be excited. We need to be the peacemakers. We need to tell everybody where we, go, where we are that the answer to everything that we're facing is found in the Bible, and his name is Jesus Christ, and he is the Prince of Peace and the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Can I have an amen? So the first chapter that we talked about in the book was the miracle of Gentiles' eyes being opened and rediscovering a Jewish Jesus. For 2,000 years, every Sunday morning, the pulpit preached against the Jews, blaming the Jews for killing Jesus. But the Bible says in the last days that our eyes would be open and we're presenting to the world a Jewish Jesus. Now to us and our television audience, this is a very common thing because we've been doing it for a long time. But you've got to understand that from the history of the church, 1700 and some odd years, the history of the church, you could be excommunicated, you could be put to death if you taught the Jewish roots of the Bible. So in us understanding the Jewish roots of the Bible, the prophet Jeremiah said, right before the coming of the Messiah, that the Gentiles would begin to realize that the things that we've inherited in teachings from our spiritual fathers are useless. Rabbi Schneerson, one of the greatest rabbis in the history of the world, said, the Messiah is ready to come, except first the eyes of the Gentiles will be open, and they'll begin to understand Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, and Shabbat. And they said, at first the Jews will say, why are you doing this? This is ours. These Gentiles will see such blessing of God on their lives. They will see such blessing that it will draw Jew and Gentile together. And together we will see the coming of the Messiah. If you look at Ephesians chapter 2, 
the one thing that has to happen for Jesus to return are we tear down the wall between Jews and Gentiles and we create that one new man. It is the fastest growing movement in all of Christianity around the world. The two become one. This is Bible prophecy that this wall is coming down. I was asked by the nation of Israel to do a web teaching to the world. And they had 260 nations signed up. And I said, what do you want me to teach? They said, we want you to teach what you feel is happening in Bible prophecy. Now, this is the nation of Israel. And I said, if I'm going to teach that, then I need to teach what the Old Testament says and what the New Testament says. I need to teach what Jeremiah says and what Jesus said. And they said, we want you to do that. And so I was able with, through the nation of Israel to teach the world on a web seminar on Bible prophecy and Jews and Gentiles standing together and where we are. One generation and the Messiah comes. The wall between Jews and Gentiles coming down. So what we're going to talk about right now is the prophecy of breaking the curse to release the blessing. Are you ready? Go with me to Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. Now the Lord said to Abraham, get out of your country and from your kindred and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. And I will make you a great nation. And I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and I will curse him who curses you. But I want you to look at verse three again. God says, I will bless those, plural, who bless you. And I will curse him, singular, who curses you. The blessing is a joint blessing, but the curse is an individual. So here is one of the most powerful teachings in all the Bible. God says to Abraham concerning all Jews, those who bless the nation of Israel, I will bless. Those who curse the nation of Israel, him I will curse. Now there's a scripture, and listen to what I'm saying, because it, it ties in many ways with what's going on right now. There cannot be anything more stupid than you don't like me because the color God made me. Can I have an amen on that? There can't be anything more stupid than that. Brazil is having an amazing, amazing revival for the last 10 years. It's just incredible. And Pastor Wadenson said, you know, in Brazil, we don't have neighborhoods by colors. There's not like the white neighborhood, black neighborhood, brown neighborhood. There's neighborhoods by economic status. Maybe that unity is where the revival's coming from. If you're white, God made you white. If you're black, God made you black. If you're brown, God made you brown. And you are made perfect. You are made beautiful. You are made excellent. You are made in the image of God. You are made as part of the family. The Bible says a curse without a cause doesn't come. Like a bird flying to its nest. Birds can fly thousands of miles and find the exact tree that they were born in. From Alaska to 
Mexico. There's something in that that draws it. That's what God is saying. It says a curse without a cause doesn't come. Like a bird flying to its nest. A bird doesn't just wander around and land. Oh, I accidentally, 5,000 miles later, landed in the same tree. Something draws it in there. And that's what God says about a curse. If you think about this, how many Sundays for 1,700 years has the church gotten up and talked against the Jewish people and blamed the Jews for killing Jesus? How many years? God says, for a nation or an individual, I will bless those who bless Israel, but I will curse him who curses Israel. So if we're saying the Jews killed Jesus, this is the reason for the pogroms. This has been the reason for the inquisitions. This was the platform for Hitler and the Holocaust, calling Jews the Christ killers. It's because we've been taught that through church tradition and the curses or the sins of our fathers passed down generation after generation how many believe jesus shed his blood seven times how many believe by his stripes were healed let's move it let's move into that blessing by first breaking the curse the jesus taught he said if you've got a harvest of wheat and man that wheat could feed your family and bake bread and do all these things but if the tares come in The tares are a curse. If the tares come in, they'll reach up and they'll choke out your wheat. When we were up in Portland, I had some horses and we had a pasture out there. You know what? It's full of weeds and everything. I'm going to put some seed for my horses. And I went in and borrowed a tractor and cut it all down. And then I plowed it all up and I went to the feed store and got all this pasture seed and I spread it all out and then covered it again. I mean, I put a lot of work into it. And within a few days, I started seeing little sparks of grass coming up and I'm going, oh man, my harvest is coming in. But after a couple weeks, the weeds were outgrowing my harvest. And pretty soon I had no more grass. I just got weeds. So I went down to the store and I said, something's wrong with your seed. I said, I plowed it. I fertilized it. I planted it and I got nothing but weeds. He said, did you kill the weeds before you planted the seed? I said, I'm from South St. Louis. I don't know nothing about killing weeds. The blood of Jesus is there for our tremendous harvest. But before we get the harvest, we got to kill the tares. We got to kill the curse because the curse is choking out the blessing. Oh, I had a little bit of grass and they could get down between the weeds, but I didn't. I had more weeds than grass. And I really believe this is the church world. Thank you for listening to our Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck. We truly believe that building bridges between Christians and Jews is a sign of the end times and will prepare the world for the coming of the Messiah. If you would like to learn more about why we stand with Israel and at the same time be a blessing to the Jewish people, we encourage you to send for Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. It's an incredibly insightful and prophetic book that will lead you into the blessings of God and will send it to you for any size offering to our ministry. 
Your contribution will be used to support our charitable work in Israel, which includes supporting elderly Holocaust survivors and Project Aliyah, which brings the Jews home to their ancient homeland, Israel. To donate, please call us today at 1-800-847-4588 and speak with one of our helpful operators. You can also go to our website and make your donation at lhmpodcast.org. Again, please call 1-800-847-4588 or go to lhmpodcast.com to make your donation and request a copy of Pastor Larry's latest book, Seven Living Prophecies. Thanks for listening today. God bless you for your prayerful and financial support. And tune in next week for another Standing with Israel podcast with Pastor Larry Huck.